IPC fam! Today is a very, very special episode, and the reason why is because this is our season three finale! Finally! It's funny thinking about what we've been through and where we are now, thinking about times like when we had a jingle. Ooh! (laughs) I was hoping you weren't gonna remember that one. Oh, yes. Because I think I, like, made it, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm so clever. And I thought it was so good, too. <laughs> yeah, I did, too. And then I had a friend be like, yeah, you all sound kind of stupid. <laughs> kind of cheesy. <laughs> but it's just cool to think back on everything that we've done from tabling events to the podcast to branching out on social media mm-hmm. and just being where we are now. All the guests we've had, season one, season two, season three, and just... We're so pumped for season four, y'all. Like, you don't even know how excited we are. It's going to be a lot of fun because it's something different that we haven't done in the past three seasons. It's Um, a theme. (laughs) It's a theme. Today, we are going to do something also a little different, and we are going to play some TikTok sounds and Mm -hmm. just kind of talk about them. Um, But what I want to highlight really fast before we jump in is we are in no way, shape, or form saying that TikTok should be your source of truth. No, no. Or that you should go to TikTok to be motivated or be um, filled with the spirit because that Oof. is not where you go. Go you to your Bible. <laughs> open your Bible. The reason we are doing this is for a couple of different reasons, um, but one of them just being that while TikTok can be very negative mm-hmm. and very draining, and addictive also, mm-hmm. um, we wanted to showcase or highlight the light that can also be on it. Yeah. But I just think it's an interesting platform, mm-hmm. to be honest. Oh, yeah. Um, because there are a lot of bad things on there. Yeah. There are a lot of satanic and demonic, which are the same thing, but there are a lot of that, um, especially with people who we follow. Right. Because I know, like, people like, and I'm not calling anyone out specifically, but the first person that comes to mind when I think of TikTok is Charlie D'Amelio. Right, right. And just, like, her platform and who she is. And while she's a very talented girl, she's also someone who's not showcasing the lord right and i just think like even today at church my pastor was just talking about stuff and not in any way is well created famous or anything (laughs) but just like who you are as a person like if you listening were ever to be famous right if you aren't doing it for jesus then there's no purpose right because i was thinking about that when he said that and i was like if i ever was to have the opportunity to have a platform Mm -hmm. in a big way I'd want people to think of me and automatically think of Jesus. Oh, absolutely. Like, I wouldn't want people to think of me and then think of something I do. I would want them to think of me and then just think of Jesus. And the reason I say that is because I think of Cameron Candace Brewer. Brewer, Uh, I don't know how to say her last name. I love her so much. But, like, I automatically think of her and I think of Jesus. Yes. Because she is someone who uses her platform in such a cool way. And always brings it back to the Lord. Like, even I was checking out her podcast, and it's just so scripturally based. Like, she has, like, scripture readings and prayer prompts, and it's just, like, so godly. And I just think that's so cool because she is very famous. I mean, hello, Full House. I mean, Christmas Queen. (laughs) But I just think that's so cool that, like, she has a big following and just such a cool platform, and she uses it for the good. And she's for the glory. Exactly. Like, she's been famous for so long and has, like battled against the world this whole time and like what they have to say about her yeah. and how they're judging her for following Christ and like it's never made her waver which mm-hmm. is amazing yeah and speaking on that like if you're listening right now and you're like well I don't I can't relate to Cameron and Candace like not even gonna try to say her last yeah, part but, but 
because she's famous and I'm not, don't think of it like that. Because even if you have one follower on Instagram or one friend, you have a platform because you're an influencer in that aspect. Your life is an influence to others. The way that you hold yourself and the way that you present yourself to others is that influence aspect. And I think no matter how big or small, you have an audience. Exactly. And that takes it literally so Mm -hmm. full circle right back to the fact that like Bolda created like favorite verse is Matthew 18, 12. And it's all about how the Lord leaves the 99 sheep for the one, the one Mm -hmm. lost sheep. And if we've said it before, and we'll say it again. But if all of this, if all of Bolda created is literally just to help one person or show one person the love of Christ or even just introduce someone to the idea of Jesus and a relationship with him, like it's all worth it. Mm -hmm. For sure. For sure. But we'll stop on our tangent and we'll go ahead and play you the first sound. Let's do it. The enemy thought he had me, but Jesus said you are mine. The enemy thought he had me, but Jesus said you are mine. I mean, the whole time, just chills. I mean, the first time I ever saw this trend, I literally was jaw dropped. I was like, this is amazing that this is even on TikTok and gaining traction. And I saw somebody's comment when we watched it just now that said that Jesus glow. Mm. And I really think that like, like that is so true. Looking back at like BC self and after Christ self, (laughs) like there's a huge difference, even just physically. Yeah. That's crazy to think about. I love this sound because it just kind of makes you like want to pump your fist and be like, yes. yeah, God. <laughs> yeah. Because it is such just like this song is a perfect testament to who he is. Oh, because yeah. like, like the song says, like the enemy thought he had me, but Jesus said you were mine. Mm-hmm. And I think that's perfect because before you're even after Christ self, mm-hmm. but like specifically you're before Christ self, you're living for the enemy's glory. Yeah. And then when you get to give your life to Christ and surrender it and say, OK, Lord, like my life is now yours. Mm-hmm. He's saying, OK, you're my child. But even when you're in your after Christ life and just in your Christian walk, like you're still tempted by the enemy. Oh, yeah. And it goes back to Matthew when Jesus was in the wilderness tempted mm-hmm. by the enemy. And I think that's so cool because I even went over this the other day with a um, girl I'm talking to and we were in, in that chapter and it was just so humbling to remember that even Jesus, mm-hmm. the perfect human, the son of God, was tempted. And I think mm-hmm. it was so cool just to be able to realize, not realize, but go back to the fact that Jesus really did embark and embrace everything human in him. Yeah. Of being 100%. tempted. And I mean, like, he didn't go through with temptation. Right. It's still humbling to understand even he went through that. So he understands. He but, really understands. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I think it's just crazy because the three parts that they brought up in that chapter of when the enemy was trying to tempt Jesus of like, okay, like if you're the son of God make this rock into bread Mm -hmm. or if you're the son of god fall and the angels will catch you or if you're the son of god bow and worship me and in each one he's saying like okay well i'm not supposed to test the my god i won't or he said get away from me satan i won't bow to you Mm -hmm. and i think those are the things that we go through and we're tempted by him because it's like okay like and the thing i caught was in chapter i think it's chapter three or four i think it's four one of the two matthew three or four 
don't call me i don't know <laughs> but he the enemy kept saying if you are then mm-hmm. and when i said to her and i i kind of want to talk about this with you lily and to the audience but like <laughs> the enemy kept saying if then like if you do this then i'll do that yeah i don't feel like our god is an if god yeah. because god knows what we are supposed to do as a child of his we are commanded to yeah. love him wholeheartedly with all our hearts but our God is not going to say, okay, if you worship me, then you get that. That is not how he is. Mm-hmm. But the enemy is that. Right. So that's where the distinction is. And that's a long tangent. Well, <laughs> it's so true. I when, What you said earlier about um, the Lord, if you're not serving the Lord, you're serving the enemy. Mm-hmm. And I, I heard this, like, I guess, metaphor you'd say the other day, and it was like, there's a person sitting on a fence, and on one side of the fence is heaven and the Lord and his glory and everything good. Yeah. And then on the other side is Satan and hell and everything bad. And Jesus asks, what side do you want to go on? Like, let's make a choice. Mm-hmm. And he, the person on the fence just kept thinking about it, kept thinking about it. I mean, like hours passed, like yeah. just couldn't make a decision. And then all of a sudden he sees the enemy pulling back into hell. And he's like, why did that happen? I didn't make a choice. And Uh, Jesus said, the fence is also the enemies. And you were just sitting on the fence. So, like, that really, like, was eye-opening because I had never heard that before. And it's like, even if you're indifferent to God or Mm -hmm. not that, say you're not an atheist or whatever, you know, you respect who Jesus is, but you don't follow him, you're still not serving him and you're serving the enemy. And that's just huge, you know? What you just said reminded me of something I'm reading in this book. I've been reading Crazy Love by Francis Chan and Chan and oh my goodness gracious. I've y'all. heard so much about oh my gosh. <laughs> but I literally just read before the podcast and this is crazy that you just said that. Oh wow. But in the previous chapter, he said that lukewarm Christians do A, B, C, and D. And then he would give verses to say why we should not do that. Oh, cool. And then he goes back and says what I was saying all about um lukewarm Christians, he said as I see it, a lukewarm Christian is an oxymoron. There's no such thing. To put it plainly, churchgoers who are lukewarm are not Christians. And then he goes on to say this. This really hit me. He said, some people claim that we can be Christians without necessarily becoming disciples. Ooh. And I was like, okay. Maybe. Because of what you just said about the fence. Like, right. you're on the fence. And it's like, we really do as Christians think there's a difference between a Christian and a disciple. Yeah. But the last words of Jesus were, go therefore, make disciples of all nations. Like right. we're literally commanded to do that. It's not, <laughs> oh, if this is too much, go do this. It says, no, it's go therefore and make a disciples. Command. And I think, <laughs> I think that we, I, I mean, I definitely lost track of that because I never even thought of it that way. That like as a Christian, we are to be disciples of him. Yeah. Not just a Christian. Like there's no, there's, and even, even Josh, this is so funny that all this is happening, but even Josh today, our pastor said, you might not be a missionary, but you're also not called to be a part-time Christian. Ooh, Mm part-time. He's always got the best. (laughs) He just knows how to do it every time. But, I mean, all of this goes in hand in hand to say, like, you are called to every day, 365 days of the year, 24-7, to follow Christ. It's not a, oh, there's a party I really want to go to, so I'll go back to my Christianity tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, I want to partake in the sin, but I'll come back to it tomorrow. There's no breaks, no days off. 
oh, I want to have sex with my boyfriend. I'll go back to it tomorrow. Right. Like, I could go on and on for hours because there's so many sins that all of us take part in. Mm -hmm. And we're like, okay, we'll ask for repentance and we'll be good tomorrow. Right. But that's not how it is. Like, of course, like, he died on the cross to forgive us of our sins, but that's not an excuse. No, no. It's like that saying, like, I would rather ask for forgiveness than ask for permission. Mm -hmm. Oh, that gets under my skin Mm. so bad. But with that part, even relating it to the Lord, yeah, that would really get under my skin. Yeah. Because I think some of us as Christians live that way. Yeah. We're like, okay, well, he died on the cross for us, so... To forgive us of our sins, so I'll just ask for repentance yeah. after. Yeah, I'll always be forgiven, so I'm going to abuse his grace. But what happens when Judgment Day comes and he says, get away from me, I don't know you? Exactly. It's and not like, worth it. We're not trying to harp on y'all. We're talking to ourselves, too. But it's yeah. also just, like, such a truth that needs to be spoken. Yeah. And I think me and Lily have, I think, honestly, in the past month, I will be completely honest, I feel as though boldly has matured. Because I, I think Lily and I have matured in the fact of wanting to do this wholeheartedly. Oh. And I think we always wanted to do it wholeheartedly, but it was a difference this next last month. Really? Of like, with our like social media and just like everything we wanted to do, I feel it really oh. matured. Oh, I think Boldly's taken a turn. <laughs> like, and that's why I say what I just said. I yeah. think that it's just been different. Like we always knew this was what we wanted to do. Yeah. But I feel like something just... It was just Strange. like the Lord's time. He's like, okay, today's the day. Yeah, he's like, like okay, come on. All right, come on, guys. <laughs> and I mean, I know like so a lot of it's behind the scenes. So you guys are maybe like, well, you haven't produced an episode in like two months. All right. Yeah, we're aware. Trust me. Oh, yeah. But also like a big part of ministry is behind the scenes of what you guys will never see. Right. But, but you you'll see, see the soon. outcome. Yeah. You'll see. Like you'll see coming. the outcome of it. And that's yeah. kind of the beautiful thing of like, if you feel led to do this, like a ministry or just something that you feel like you're not adequate to do you are if it's been on your heart for a while because mm-hmm. the lord's put it there and i think like if you're wanting to do something with someone make sure you enjoy that person make sure you actually love that person oh, that's funny. <laughs> because ah. i love lily she is my best friend that's not Stop a it. secret but like if i did it with someone i didn't really love this wouldn't be able Ooh. to be a thing I, yeah, I can't imagine, like, <laughs> like a, a acquaintance or something. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Because we spend a lot of time together. And oh, yeah. we're not together. We're texting about stuff. Yeah. And it's just a funny thing. But, again, like, if you feel something on your heart, there's a reason why it's there. Oh, yeah. And it's not going to go away. Mm-mm. It's going to keep coming back up Mm-mm. and coming back up and it again and again. <laughs> yes. But for the next sound, let's... all right, here we go. All right. <laughs> oh, man. This one's so good. <laughs> this one is really good. The first thing that I think about when I hear this song or this sound is that it did take off. And mm-hmm. it didn't just take off in the Christian community of TikTok. Like, it took off everywhere. It's just crazy to see the people who were making videos to this sound that aren't still, I mean, not even Christian, but they were talking about how this sound, like, really moved them Mm -hmm. and really just I don't know it's just like it really captivated everyone Christian or not yeah I wonder if when TikTok sounds become trending especially in the Christian realm of things Mm -hmm. I wonder if it does because of the music and the beat behind it or because of the lyrics I know I think it means something different to everybody because I wonder if People are like, okay, this is, like, a good trend. Like, they see the trend, what's happening, so they want to partake. Right. When listening to the song, but not really listening to the lyrics. So I really wonder, I'm just, like, this is just a really curiosity of mine, is, like, 
do people actually really sit there and listen to what the lyrics say? It's possible that several people haven't, you know? They just saw it was trending and wanted to jump in on the trend. Because I was, like, singing it in my head just now of, like, you pick me up and you turn me around and you place my feet on solid ground. Hallelujah. Right. And when I hear that, like, it kind of, it makes sense and it doesn't, honestly. Like, I know it's, like, biblical. But, like, like, I'm sitting here thinking about it and I'm like, but what does that mean? Like, it's so cool and I love, like, the sound and how she sings it. But if I'm really sitting here, I'm like, what does that mean? In my mind, I guess the way that I take it is, like, it's, like, a metaphor for, like, what Christ has done through, like, dying on the cross for us. Like, we're headed in one direction and we're, like, sinful and fleshful and we're headed to hell. And he picks us up and he turns us around, places our feet on the solid rock, which is him, the firm foundation, headed Hmm. in the opposite direction of, like, saving us from eternal damnation. See? Like, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's just what I thought. It makes sense. That makes sense. I just, you know, I really hadn't thought about the sound or the lyrics of the sound before. Um yeah just interesting yeah okay so this is a random that i just threw in there as we we're listening to the other one but this song went crazy it last did year. oh my gosh so good here we go That song is amazing, but the video is just also amazing. Yeah, before you guys get scared, that wasn't us crying. That was a video. She yeah. was crying. Um, and we watched, we pulled a TikTok that one of the people used. Okay, and then I don't know if you just caught it, but I just caught it. And I literally was wrong earlier about what the other sound was. That was the sound. It must have, uh, yeah, it yeah, must have been they that. They did the worship from that. Yeah. For some yeah. reason, I thought she like added it. But that's so cool. That I didn't even know that was in there. And we kind of just that's <laughs> brought funny. it all together. What the heck? <laughs> That's so funny. I know. Wow. Okay. Oh my gosh. But I wanted to add this because I remember right before Passion last mm. year. Yes. This song was going insane. Mm-hmm. And it was so cool to see this on TikTok because there were a numerous amount of people that posted and said, I'm not a Christian, but this sound man. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that is so cool that the Lord is util- utilizing a platform like this mm-hmm. to bring his glory to it. Literally. And Maverick City was there. And they performed this song. Oh, man. And y'all, when I tell you, it was like shaking the building when they did this song. It was so cool. I like don't have words to describe <laughs> that moment. Like It was such a cool moment. Shoot. Because like literally what we were hearing on TikTok for like months was being performed live. But not even just that. It was the presence that the Lord brought into that room. In every single person. Mm-hmm. Like seeing everybody literally jump 
out of their seats to sing this song like and praise the lord it was just amazing and i think that's just so cool I, there was a part in there because the girl who posted the video she had the lyrics going down on the screen too so i was reading along and there was a part where like i've tried to fight this battle but it's just not working and it sounded like that it wasn't exact but it was like it reminded me of the fact and i'm sure we said this before but it's so true that you've probably seen the sticky note of God won't give you anything that you can't handle. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a lie. The biggest lie, misconception. God won't give you, or God won't give you anything that he can't handle. And I remember a girl was trying to fight me on that one time. She was like, but like, yeah, he does. And I'm like, no. I'm like, I told her, I was like, think about the hardest thing that you went through. With your own strength, were you able to handle that? And she said, well, no. And I said, well, there you go. There you go. It's the Lord working in you, girl. And I think that's so cool because like, it goes in that song so well because like, we thank God for him fighting our battles, for mm-hmm. him being our Lord and Savior, for him being our peace, our sovereign leader, and everything in between. Right. But we often, like, we forget to thank him in the highs because we're so focused on things going well mm-hmm. that we thank him right when we get through the valley, and then it's like, okay, we got it. Right. Next sound, last sound. <laughs> Somebody said how they recently had the realization that in the first season of Friends, the characters are only 24 years old, or they're supposed to be 24 years old. And it's like, how validating is that? Because then they go on for like 10 years, and it's at, you know, the end of the 10 year, when they're in their 30s, that they start getting married. They start, you know, buying a house, having kids. Like, that really puts it into perspective, because you might feel like, oh, yeah, I'm still living with my parents, or still living with roommates and I'm 26 years old but it's like girl that's fine you're only in season two or season three yeah. of friends <laughs> so if you can't tell we love friends and we know this one isn't necessarily Christian based but it was one that I had heard and spoke really loudly to me obviously I love friends but just the fact that like currently at the age of 23 I'm only in season like zero honestly zero of friends (laughs) me too and that makes me feel really good because I think as a person in college who's single who has no idea what she wants to do with her life really I can not stress as much true (laughs) because I look at the like the way they like the cast they did that and the way they did the show and everything and how in seasons, like they said, one through four or five, they were just kind of chilling and trying to figure out, like, what they wanted to do, yeah. who they wanted to be with. Living their lives. All the things. And it makes me feel like, okay, like, it's okay that I don't have somebody. It's okay that I don't know exactly what I want to do. I know what I want to do, but I can't do it until we have money. Right. But, like, <laughs> it's okay that my life is not together because I'm only 24 years old. But the way our society has made it, it's like, oh, you're 24 and you don't have a person? Oof, you're a failure. Oh, you're 24 and you don't have a career? You're a failure. Mm. Oh, you're 24 and you don't have a house? You're a failure. But, like, in reality, it's like, no, like, I don't need to go off a timeline that's not based on my life, but based on society. Exactly. Like, the worldly timeline is not God's timeline. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to follow the world's timeline. I want to follow God's timeline for my life. So, it's okay that they are not the same. Yeah. And if you're older and going back to college, go you. Yeah. If you're younger and graduated early, awesome. If you're 22 and married, love that for you. Mm-hmm. If you're 32 and don't have a person, okay, cool. Right. Like, you are your own person and the Lord has made your plan for you. Specifically designed for your life. And as it says, like, 
we are supposed to live according to his time, not our own. Right. And going back to what Lily told me about Esther 414. Mm, so good. What does it say? It's the verse that says, you were born for such a time as this. Like, live that. Breathe that. Know that. Mm-hmm. Like, your life is his, not your own. And I'm talking to myself. Oh, we both are. <laughs> because, like, we just get... Our society is just so crazy. I know. Like, it's so... It's so me focused. Mm -hmm. It's so career focused. And it's so, yes. Yeah. And it's also very strategic focused. Yeah. Of like, okay, how can I get here so I'm not like there anymore? Right. How can I? Maybe you're supposed to be there still. How can I get to be president when I'm just coming out of college? Right. How can I have my resume full to its capacity but have no time for myself? How can, like, and I can go on and on. But that's not how we're supposed to live. Like, you are not to live to make your resume two pages. (laughs) Because I don't know about y'all, but that sounds exhausting. It is. I can tell you. And I ain't about it. It is. I promise you. And it's so silly. Like, if you're in college, yeah, join the club. That's awesome. Do not join the nine student organizations. That's the stupidest thing I ever did. Does my resume have a lot in it? Yeah, it does. But do I wish I wouldn't have done that? Honestly, yeah. Obviously, I was there for a reason and a purpose, and I'm sure I did something that I don't, I'm not aware of, that the Lord is aware of, but I didn't have time for myself. Right. I literally was running from meeting to meeting and never just sitting in his presence. And, like, even going back to the verse I really love, apparently, <laughs> be still and know that I'm God. Yeah. I think I focused on the be still part for so long, but I forgot about the know God part. hmm Because you have to, one, be still, <laughs> literally. Yes. And then take time to know who he is. Like, who is God? Right. Who is he to you? And I'm even going to leave you something else that this book gave me. I'm telling you all, this book is so good. I read yesterday where it said, uh, he said, are you in love with God or are you in love with what he gave you? Mm -hmm. Take away all the blessings. Take away all the things. Is that enough? Right. Is God alone enough? Or is it everything he's blessed you with that Mm -hmm. you love? Think about that. Because that's a huge part of who you are and who we are. Like him. He is who's led us here. He's who's given us another day to breathe. But is he alone enough? It's just like the song by Natalie Grant. And the chorus of it is, help me want the healer more than the healing. Mm -hmm. And that is literally speaking right to what that book says. And it's so true. Like, God alone, Jesus alone, Christ alone, like, is that enough for me? Mm-hmm. And you hear all those songs of like Christ alone. Yep. Like all of these things. There's a lot more, but that's the first one that yeah, came to mind. But like even like Firm Foundation, like yep. there are so many that if I thought about it, I could name. But it's like, is it? Like right. forget your to do list for a second. Forget your friends. Forget your parents. Forget your family. Everything. And just sit there and say, Lord, are you enough for me? He is. We know the answer. Oh, always. But we need to realize that sometimes we have to just sit there and have that confrontation with ourselves. Right. The heart check. The heart check. Have that heart check. Because, like, ultimately, the answer is yes. Always. But sometimes when the answer is yes, automatically, it's not always yes in our mind. Because, honestly, sometimes we get so lost in the materialistic of it all that... We forget who gave it to us. Right. Like, you might be doing the best thing you've ever done in your life. You may be 
getting married. You may be starting that job you've been wanting. You may be graduating college. Mm -hmm. But just remember, everything you're doing is because of him. Everything good comes from him. Yeah. Not from us. Ever. Like, yes, be obedient. Do the things. You have to do something. But nothing is fully ours. No. It's, I love this because my grandma always said it, but, and she still says it, but everything I have is on loan from the Lord. Mm. And it's so true. Even the blessings, even the non-tangible things that you can't like touch or feel, like all of it is the Lord's. And just think one, like your end goal is not marriage or a career or a family. It's heaven. Mm -hmm. Like that is the ultimate end goal. Exactly. That is the prize. That's the prize. You're right. (laughs) And while we're here on earth, our job and mission is to just build disciples, create disciples who create other disciples and expand the kingdom of God, but also just sharing the gospel of who Mm -hmm. he is. Like how and when are you taking the time to share who he is? Exactly. That takes me back to um, a question, like a rhetorical question I saw one time and it's like, how badly do you have to hate someone to withhold mm. the gospel from them? Yeah. Because it, you may be the only person that could share the gospel with them in their whole life. And if you don't, they're going to hell. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. Because also, like, hell is not talked about. Also that. <laughs> like, <laughs> but it's The real. <laughs> first church I've gone to that talks about hell is Bridge. Yeah. I've never heard of it talk about. Because I think people are scared of it. Oh, so scared of it. But I mean, Rightfully you kind of so. have to need you kind of need to have a healthy amount of fear. Oh, a hundred percent. To understand the full potential of that, to understand how we need to live our lives here on Earth. Exactly. And I also think, like, I sent this TikTok to you, but about TikTok, trying mm-hmm. Ann McLean, Ant Farm. <laughs> she had posted something, and it was an analogy, and she said. Imagine you have a friend over who's a non-believer and you're like doing crafts or whatever, watching a movie or something. And you say you're going to take your dog outside. You take your dog outside and you start to scream because there's a snake out there. Mm -hmm. Well, you go back upstairs and you don't tell your friend there was a snake. Your friend says, oh, I need some time outside just to get some air. And you say, okay, have fun. They go downstairs, they run back up and they're like, why didn't you tell me there's a snake out there? And... That's the equivalent of hell. It's another metaphor for it. Like, like, why aren't you telling me there's a God? Or why aren't you telling me there's a hell that mm-hmm. I could go to if I don't, you know, start to understand who this Lord, this God is right. that can provide me with unconditional love? Right. And and that's not to, like, discount the fact that it's so it can be so nerve-wracking mm-hmm. and scary to share the gospel with others. But I personally would rather, like, feel awkward in the moment, feel like they think I'm crazy when I yeah. share the gospel with them. Then them literally go to hell and, like, me know that I could have tried to share the gospel with them and mm-hmm. see see where that relationship went. Yeah. There's somewhere in this book, again, I'm so sorry, y'all, but this book is just so good. Mm. But they're talking about, like, I'm pretty sure it was a lukewarm. Oh, it says this. It says, lukewarm people rarely share their faith with their neighbors, coworkers, or friends. They do not want to be rejected, nor right. they do they want to make people uncomfortable by talking about private issues like religion. Mm-hmm. Then it goes to Matthew 10:32 through 33. It says, "Whoever acknowledges me before men, I will also acknowledge him before my Father in heaven. Mm-hmm. But wh- whoever disowns me before men, I will disown him before my Father in heaven." Yes. And it's just crazy because like we're so scared of rejection mm-hmm. that we're rejecting the Lord to them. And like why? Like yeah. why do we do that? 
Like, what's what's worse, rejecting being rejected by them or them being rejected by the Lord? <laughs> yeah, like, when you say it like that, yeah. it's like, dude, come on, why do I do that, yeah. you know? I just <laughs> have to add, this is so funny, but this is actually the fourth time we're recording this episode and talking about God's timing, you know? This is literally <laughs> God's timing because the first one we recorded, the second and the third, mm-hmm. and the Lord's like, no, it's not time we may have left something out. Maybe the spirit needed to speak something else through us. So this is, this is it. Yeah. And that goes even more to say, like, of course we were frustrated each time. Oh, sure. Like we were so frustrated. (laughs) Sure. To the point where we just sat here in silence for a good bit. Yeah. Because one of them we had fully recorded and it got lost. (laughs) And there were times when we really tried to just sit here and record it and just multiple things kept happening. But it's not to say that like in your waiting that you're not going to be frustrated. It's okay to be frustrated. But turn your frustration to him. Mm-hmm. Tell him that. He wants to know that. He's your heavenly father. He wants an intimate relationship with you. Yes. He, wants he doesn't to know want it all. he doesn't want your good and dandy. He wants your mm. bad too. He wants it all. So like, yes, we are aware that you're gonna be frustrated during that time. Yeah. It's a frustrating thing to not have <laughs> control and not be able to do things your way. But guess what? We are not supposed to control our lives. Exactly. And thank God we don't. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> but with that, all of that, <laughs> we are closing out season three of Boldly Created. What a monumental moment. I'm like shocked. I'm so happy. Like obviously everything we've done is because of the Lord. That's what this whole podcast has been about. Exactly. But we are also just so grateful for you. For you you listening to this, for you telling us that this actually means something to you, for you following us on Instagram and all the platforms, like, we appreciate you guys so much more than you could ever know. So much. Like, I don't even think, like, words do it it justice. (laughs) Like, Like, the fact that we are literally sitting here closing out season three. And it's also just so funny because, again, the Lord's timing, (laughs) that I got to have dinner with somebody last night right before we had this talk on podcast. And I got to have dinner with our old co- host emily emily and i think that just goes again to show you like the timing of it all like i think i needed that dinner with her just to see her and have that time together and now we're closing out season three like come on it's not about the lord or what full circle (laughs) all the way around (laughs) but again we are just so grateful and we are just awe dropped i don't think that's a word but we're just in awe there's a better word yes we are jaw dropped (laughs) (laughs) of the fact that we were about to say goodbye to season three and hello to season four And you guys, you're just not ready. Like, I'm so excited for you guys to be able to be a part of season four. It's going to be really good. Hey, y'all. It's time for our flavor of the week. Our last one of season three. But guess what? Guess what? What? (laughs) What? You guys are going to get a playlist of season three on spotify flavor of the week and it is so good you guys i don't remember all of it i know it's been a while it's been so long but it is gonna be worth the wait. i promise (laughs) (laughs) but addison what is your flavor of the week this week well if you couldn't tell from the episode it's the book (laughs) crazy love by francis chan y'all go buy it like i'm not kidding like drop what you're doing (laughs) go to amazon go to your bookstore go get it I wish I would have read it sooner. I'm only on chapter five, and I feel like my whole life is changing. Oh, my goodness. So, like, 
Go get it. But I get my hands on that. <laughs> what about you, Lily? Mine this week is a song, and I actually heard it at work, and it's called Everywhere I Go by Tim Timmons, and here is a sneak peek. Everywhere I go on this road high and low, where I go, I go with you. And I won't be afraid, this my hope, come what may, where I go, I go with you. So that was the live version, and it's really good too, but the version that I listen to literally like every day is on Spotify. It is so good, you guys. Like the beat, it's just so uplifting. It gets me up in the morning. Like it is so good. So you should (laughs) definitely go listen to it. Well... Here we go. You guys, I think this is it. This is it. I think we're over and out. Season three. That's a wrap. Done. Bye, you guys. Bye.